This episode of the Fresh Start Family Show is brought to you by our Quick Start Learning Bundle, how to build a compassionate, firm, and kind discipline toolkit that works with kids of all ages. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your Quick Start Bundle so you can get going today on building up a strong, compassionate, discipline toolkit in your home. Well, hello, families. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I am Wendy Snyder, your host of the Fresh Start Family Show, certified positive parenting educator and family life coach, and my husband, Terry, who co-hosts with me. We are going to talk to you today about detaching from our kids' misbehaviors, tantrums, meltdowns, cranky attitudes, all of the above. (laughs) while also staying connected and securely attached. Now that's kind of a mouthful, so don't worry, we're gonna give you a lot more information, but this is a really important area that I think so many parents have a hard time achieving. So I work really hard within my Bonfire membership program to support the families who I work with because this is a skill set that once you're able to do this more effectively, you are then able to you know, move through messy situations and stay firm and tall with what you believe in, what your purpose is, um, the actions that you want to take as a firm, kind leader in your home, instead of always getting sucked in to other people's dramas. Now, a lot of time, other people's dramas is our kids' dramas, right? Those moments when they just are pushing back or they have revenge misbehavior or they pull the dog's tail or they push their sister or whatever it may be. It can be so easy to just engage and engage and blame our kids and say, oh, you're the reason why I'm having a bad day, or you've hurt my feelings, or if you would just change, then I would be able to be happy today or find joy um, in this weekend trip that you know, would have been perfect if you would have, wouldn't have ruined it with the meltdown in the car, right? Like we can think of a million situations where when we attach to other people's chaos instead of bringing the calm, then we just end up kind of entering into a downward spiral. And I want to help you guys to avoid that because it is possible to stand firm with what your beliefs are, with what your vision and your goals are as a parent, but also just as a loving, kind, compassionate, incredible human being. You can stand firm in your values and also help your kids learn from their mistakes, get through the tantrums, um, you know, not engage in the power struggles, and then step to the side so you can actually take care of yourself and have the kind of action and response that you want instead of always dipping into that kind of reactive behavior where you are just fully engaged and taking part in the drama. So anyways, without further ado, I know you guys are going to love this discussion. Um, Terry brings, I think, so much great male perspective to the conversation. And we're just so grateful that you guys are here. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for caring about your families. Thanks for being part of this movement that Fresh Start Family really stands for. Uh, We see you, we admire you, and thanks for listening. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of loving kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show!
Well, hey there, families, and welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Start Family Show. Terry and I are here to talk to you guys about detaching with connection. Awesome. Yes. So detachment is a topic that we are studying in our Bonfire membership group together this month. Um, At the time of this recording, it is November. And this is such a fascinating subject that I love teaching about because I am a constant work in progress with my own detachment skills. And so I want to kick off this episode with just kind of um, a clear definition of what I believe what I see detachment as and how I believe you really can detach from other people's choices and um, emotions and all that good stuff while also staying securely attached, so to speak, as far as like being connected with the ones that you love in your life. And again, I am a constant work in progress, but I think this is so in, such an important element of being successful in our parenting walk and in our relationships in life. So when I think of detachment, I really think that it means that nothing someone else says or does can disturb your feelings of value and worth. It also basically means that you can maintain your sense of dignity and you know value and operate the way you want to operate, even amidst other people making choices that you don't necessarily agree with in that moment or align with. Now, what's important is I think a lot of people, when they think of detachment, they think of like, you don't, you're ignoring, or it's that you don't care. And it's not that you don't care. It's just that you are really working hard to stay rooted in your own truth while also being in relationship with others. So when it comes to like, you know, attachment versus detachment, I think so many of you listening, I know all of you listening, truly want to be connected to your kids. And so when you have kids that feel safe, seen, and soothed, which basically means that you are working hard to raise them in a home and an environment where they feel safe, both mentally and physically. When you are working hard to raise your children in a way where they are seen, like you know that they feel like they're cared for, like you are working hard to make sure that they understand that they belong, they're valuable, they're powerful. These are all things that we help families do through our foundations course and bonfire membership program. And then also when it comes to being soothed, that you are going to be there to provide mentorship and support when they have a bad day, when they make a mistake, when they need your support. But kind of those three things, feeling safe, feeling seen, and feeling like someone is there to support them and soothe them, all really create secure attachment. So you can practice detachment in your home when misbehaviors arise, when people have strong emotions, when they have their own triggers, when they are moving through stuff, and it's not always about you. It's like the classic Seinfeld. It's not, it's not you, it's me. Isn't it Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. It's not you, it's me. Yeah. (laughs) And like in order to have really strong, true influence over people in our lives, we have to remember that it's not about us making them change. And so detachment is just a really cool conversation. And I thought you and I could just talk about it a little bit today. And then I wanted to give you an example of um, a bonfire member who really used detachment beautifully in something that happened. And she had just shared it in a success story within our group. And then also go through a few steps that you can use to successfully detach. So what do you think of Terry, when I talk about detachment and in our own parenting journey, or even our, in our relationship? 
Well, I think it's, um, you know, you're given these opportunities all day long to like engage with the people you love around you or even, you know, coworkers, just whoever's around you, you're, you're given all these opportunities to like either engage or not. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes it's best just to not, you know, it's like if you engage with every single interaction, conversation, topic, um, you know, you, you could end up going down a lot of roads that are just kind of like, that's not going to serve us right now, or it's not going to serve me or the other person. So I just look at detachment as, as you know, you get to select like, Hey, I see this going in a direction that's either I'm going to boil over or the person on the other end of it. It's like, this is a pattern. They just want me to tangle with them. They, they need somebody on the other side of this to tangle with. And I can choose to detach. I don't have to participate in this if I don't want to. And you know, I, I'm glad that you pointed out because, you know, it's like here we talk about being connected to your kids and your family, but then here we're talking about this topic of detachment. Yeah. Um, actually, detachment seems like it's the way just to like kind of clean up the relationship. If there's areas of your relationship where you're like, oh my gosh, if if I said, if I connected on every single thing that my daughter wants to connect with about like, you know... 30% of them might just be like things that just don't serve us or that we're just perpetuating like these dances that we get into. And if I could selectively detach from a few of those, then actually it helps the rest of our relationship. You know, when we do have healthy things that we want to connect on or do together or talk, talk to each other about. Yeah. So that's the way I see it. Let's chat for a hot sec, openly and honestly, about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Timeouts, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, three, two, one countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being air quotes mean to their sister or disrespecting you, But then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that nothing is working to get your strong-willed, stubborn child to behave better. My team and I have recently completely refreshed our Compassionate Discipline Quick Start Learning Bundle to help you learn a new way to teach your kids important life lessons, a new way to help your children learn from their mistakes and take responsibility for their actions. You can just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, and I'll personally send you a message with a link to download this free bundle. I'm going to help you shift out of a punishment mindset and into a compassionate discipline one where you fully trust that connection-based, firm and kind discipline tools are all you need to be a strong leader in your home who holds your kids responsible when they misbehave, but does it in a way where they are learning the vital life skills they are missing when they mess up. So again, just DM me the word shift over on Instagram. I'm at Fresh Start Wendy, or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline 
Allen to grab your free bundle now. I am so excited for you to shift out of feeling guilty and shameful when you lay your head on your pillow at night and shift into feeling confident and proud of the way you handled yourself as a parent, even when you were wildly triggered and upset about the mistake your child made. Okay, I'm excited for you to dive into this free resource. I'll see you in my DMs and inside the free discipline bundle. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I love that. And it's it's so cool because what happens, I think, is when we can stay detached in like a calm, neutral way and remember that like if our child is sad, it's okay. It doesn't mean that we have to be sad. When our when our spouse is mad it's okay. It doesn't mean that we have to fix them. It doesn't mean that we have to, or when our kids are fighting, like they're growing up, they're learning how to like have relationship with other human beings, like sibling conflict. It doesn't mean that we have to be irritated because they're irritated with each other, but like it ends up causing us to be able to bring some calm to the chaos. And this quote by Eleanor Nost is one of my favorites. She says, when little people are overwhelmed by big emotions, it's our job to share our calm, not join in their chaos. But when we can like just constantly be building our detachment skills and, and muscles, so to speak, because they really are like muscles, right? Like, especially if you were never, if you grew up in a home where everybody bounced off each other's emotions, like if mom was upset, then everyone else was upset. Or if dad was angry, then everybody else was walking on eggshells. Like everyone's emotions were so tightly wound together that nobody was able to stand on their own two feet. Then this is probably, this is probably new for you, right? To be able to be like, oh my God, like the classic example of like a child going to bed sad or crying. There are a lot of families who are like, whoa, what? <laughs> like, I can't let my child go to bed sad where really it's okay. Like so many times, like our children need to learn how to make decisions. Sometimes there's consequences. Always there's consequences to decisions, right? And on the other side of those decisions, those choices, there's going to be emotions sometimes. Um, And so also, you know, just thinking of like, life is made up of emotions, like, and all emotions are part of the wholeness of life. So happy, mad, sad, hurt, and scared, like happy is not where we need to spend all of our days. Like it's awesome to be happy. And most of us were only taught that that was the one good emotion and that everything else was negative when really it's not factual. Like sadness has beautiful attributes to it. Um, When you feel scared, there's beautiful attributes on the other side when you get through and actually move forward, even though you feel scared, that's where bravery and courage comes from, right? Like anger is often where justice is born. Like justice buttons are beautiful. Like kids and people who have strong justice buttons, our friend in New York city, who's a lawyer for like people who have been harmed by big food pharmaceuticals. Like she gets angry about that stuff and she has a big justice button, but like her anger is not something to be like ashamed of or brushed under a rug. Like all emotions have this beautiful purpose and they're part of the wholeness of life. So when our children experience them, 
they, if we, if we can see that they're strong enough to move through them with our support, that we don't have to attach or fix or have a bad day just because they're having a bad day. It's uh, it just makes everything a lot more smoother. So I assume, you know, it doesn't mean that you avoid assisting in giving your loved one an opportunity to come up and out of that. But if you're seeing that it's just not working or it's, you know, then I guess that's when you kind of just mentally say, okay, I'm going to detach. Is that kind of how you look at it? Well, I think detachment is actually rooted in your values and your morals. So like, here's some steps that I'll give listeners um, to things to think about, questions to ask yourself and steps to move through that show you, are you staying? Like, are you able, are you practicing detachment or are you attaching yourself to somebody else's Um, either thoughts on how life should go or their emotions or all this stuff. So number one is always, we want to start with practicing our pause button. Again, something we, we learn about in the foundations course, but in, in an essence, it's basically creating a space between the stimulus and the response. So whether it's your kids misbehaving, the siblings fighting, um, you know, we'll just keep it to parenting today, of course, but like is to pause, like put your hand on your heart, take a deep breath, Think about your intention on what you want as a parent, who you are as a father, say, for example. And so the healthy intentions are to guide, to lead, to mentor, to redirect towards the light, to teach, like unhealthy intentions are to like show them who's boss, to make them pay for their mistake, to intimidate, to control, to make sure that they don't rule the roost. Those are some unhealthy intentions. Number two, you can ask yourself, why is this my problem? So this really sets you up to make sure you understand that not all problems you have to solve. So this example, like the example I always like to think of is like the quote, I don't know who said this, but it's a good quote, but it's like, basically when you take on other people's problems, you overburden yourself and you weaken that person. So you actually often can end up training your children to make them feel like in order to feel better, they have to have you do it for them. Mm, yeah. I mean, really, like our children are fully self-capable and like siblings fighting is the easiest example to give of so many times parents attached to that energy and that frustration, which dude, you and I are a constant work in progress on this, right? But like, it is not our problem. <laughs> like, yes, parents, I hear you. You want to raise kind children. You want to raise kids that have like good problem solving skills and respectful, peaceful conflict negotiation, all that stuff, like trust us, that's on our radar. But most of the time it is not our problem. And so if parents can really ask themselves that, then it sets you up for like, Oh, okay. Do I want to like come in and mentor right now or teach or get involved here? Or do I want to hold space for this person? Give them an opportunity, step to the side, take care of myself. So it's like detachment is rooted in your own self-care your own like values and morals. And so that that's, that is asking yourself, why is it my problem? Number three is what is my, I am statement and who do I truly believe my child is? So it's like, you know, what's yours that you always go to? Um, well, I have one that I say like, um, I am creative, I am caring and I am confident in Christ. Cool. Um, and then I've got another one that's kind of newer. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's, I am 
calm, I am strong, and I'm figuring it out. Oh, I love them both. So one that I go to a lot, and I really could use, like I am a work in, pro- work in progress, like everyone else, I should call on this more. But mine is like, I am patient, I am loving, I am kind, and I am Christ-centered. And then, then you can ask yourself, who do I truly believe my child is? And if you are going to that old school paradigm of like, I believe like I had a beautiful member so beautifully put into writing last week when her child misbehaves, like she, she has done so much work and their, their lives have literally been transformed for the better since they started working with fresh our family, but she's still, she refers to her son as nasty, <laughs> like his misbehaviors. He is just nasty. And it's such a, it was such a great, like, ding, 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 ding. And that if we are viewing our kids as nasty when they misbehave, that is going to be hard to detach. Because when somebody is nasty in your world, you have to step in and correct that. Like you, if you don't correct that, then they're just going to continue living on like as this entitled nasty human being, right? Like, whereas if you see your kids as figuring it out, if you see your kids as learning, then you're more likely to believe like in who they really are, which hopefully your child has an I am statement. If they don't yet, they can listen to Stella's episode of the Fresh Start Family Show for kids about creating an I am statement. If you, you can Google that. I don't know the episode off the top of my head, but it's, it's an episode just for Groms with Stella and her friend Aubrey about I am statements. Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Inside of this quick, easy to finish program, I'll teach you four steps to really setting those strong roles, but then following through in a way where you're using connection and firm kindness. And what I'll teach you will actually cause your children to want to cooperate with you because they truly respect you and value the rule and the boundary and understand how it serves them, not just something that they have to do or else. And it's just an incredible feeling when you go to bed at night knowing that you followed through on the rules and the strong boundaries in your home without relying on hand-me-down parenting tactics like fear, force, threats, yelling, harsh punishments that really create usually fear in your household, right? We want our children to listen to us because they respect us and because they understand why being part of the team, cooperating well, respecting rules, all those things, why that feels good as a human being. We want to do those things um, in ways that cause our children to want to respect us, not just because they're scared of us or a consequence. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you inside this program. So again, head on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind to learn more. But in under an hour, this program will teach you some really effective strategies on how to create agreements with your kids instead of compliance statements, which is where a lot of parents go wrong and why their children don't end up respecting the rules or the agreements that they've made. And then I'm going to teach you how to use empathy. I'll teach you how to engage your kids' critical thinking skills when you tell them to do something and they say no. And then I'm also going to encourage you to understand how to empower your children. When children feel empowered, especially strong-willed kids, they will cooperate a whole heck of a lot easier. Okay? So I want you to go learn about this program and let me 
me know if you have any questions. Freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Um, the next step is to ask yourself, how can I set firm limits here while also taking care of myself? So the four-step firm and kind process that we teach in the firm and kind parenting blueprint is a great way for families to learn about that. Um, that is a very affordable program that if you've never learned that four-step fresh start family process, it's like life-changing when you use those four steps. And then next, lastly, is how can I let go of my need for perfection here and believe in my child's ability to process emotions and have faith that if things get messy, they will be able to make amends or together as a team, we will be able to figure this out. So it's like letting go of that need for perfection. So um, I thought I would read you guys an example of a success story that I thought um, this member just did a really great job of applying a lot of those strategies I just, just brought to um, the table. So she wrote in and said, this might turn out a bit long, but I want to share the journey to show just how beautiful the success I witnessed today really is. Separation anxiety has been a huge deal for my three-year-old, probably exasperated by circumstances. We live in Australia, away from friends and family in America. I've worked from home since he was born, fitting in my work while he was asleep. So he never got used to being dropped off to childcare or being away from me for any length of time. Even before COVID lockdown, we were quite isolated here without much social interaction. And Jack always showed signs of being shy and reserved, wanting to stay close to me in social situations. So anyway, I've begun little steps toward him starting preschool. And I also enrolled him in gymnastics class when it restarted after lockdown. The gymnastics class is for three to five-year-olds and for parents and the parents aren't present for it. I knew that would be a big deal for Jack. So I volunteered to be a parent who stays in the hall for class, child protection reasons, I think. The first week, Jack was in tears, clinging to my leg, wouldn't leave my side, told me it was too scary and said he didn't want to go back. Last week was slightly better, but the teacher told me I should consider taking him to the toddler class instead where I can accompany him to each station. I felt so discouraged and upset, and I had already watched this month's lesson on detachment, which again is inside of the bonfire community. So I was trying to detach and let Jack be on his own journey, taking my emotions out of it. When I got home from the class, I looked up the bonfire lesson also on inadequacy, which is the misbehavior that, that Jack was definitely experiencing, and listened to it straight away. It was really helpful, breaking things down for small successes, keeping my tone neutral, believing in my child, and not pigeonholing him or lowering expectations. So I emailed the teacher and said, no, thank you. I won't bring him to the toddler class. I will continue with this current class and focus on building his confidence. I told her I didn't mind if he spent most of the class sitting with me watching. In time, he would be ready to take part, and I wanted to let him do this at his own pace. So fast forward to this morning, I decided to do a Lego role play about gymnastics class. I had the inspiration from the Holy Spirit to take a ribbon and show our uh, Jack, (laughs) correcting names here, how Lego Daddy and Lego Peter's hearts were connected with this ribbon. When Lego Peter went to do some jumping on the trampoline, the ribbon didn't break, it got longer. So they were still connected. Jack was delighted with this and he played a little bit more with the figures. In the car to gymnastics, Bird said he did not want to go. It was too scary. I told him, it's okay to be feel scared. We all get scared doing new things. And we were still going to go. 
holding firm to her limits. In the hall, he got a bit agitated, telling me he wanted to stay with me. And I said, no problem. I'll be here. You can stay with me and watch, or you can join in. You decide. After a while, he went and did a few jumps on a small trampoline really close by and then came back to me. I could see he really wanted to go do some climbing at the other end of the hall, but he was a little nervous. I reminded him about the ribbon between my heart and his, that we were still connected even if he runs. (laughs) Does this make you want to cry? Oh, even if he runs to the other end of the hall. He smiled, turned, and ran off, absolutely delighted to climb and jump. For the rest of the class, he tried the various activities and came running back to me between each one. I was almost in tears seeing his happy face. The teacher called him over to show him something, and he actually went. (laughs) Then at the end, she was showing the class something in a big box, and Jack went over and sat in the middle of the group of children to see what it was. You wouldn't believe it was the same child as last week and the week before, And I was so glad I didn't take that teacher's advice and bring him to the toddler class. I saw them all coming out in their mother's arms. Jack would have been a giant among them. I'm so grateful for all I've learned um, through Fresh Start Family to help me navigate these struggles and support Jack in flourishing and overcoming fear while staying detached. Finally, another success was in being true to myself with the teacher. Early on in the class, she basically told me that Jack was just clingy because I was there and I left him. And if I left him and went away, he would be fine. I 100% know that while this may be true for some children, in this case, it's not true. I told her I wanted to take a more gentle approach, building up his confidence. At the end of the class, I said to her, look how much he has come on today. And she said, yes, but you should just leave him and he wouldn't be running over to you all the time. I told her respectfully, I know my child and I know how that approach wouldn't work. He will be able to go to class independently and he's not at that stage yet. So I want to just keep building him up towards that. It felt a bit awkward about it, but I was just glad that I was able to stand my ground. Thank you to everyone at Fresh Start Family for helping me. How beautiful is that story? I love it. It's so good, right? I love it. And you said something earlier to me today that you have like over 300 pages of, of those success, of, stories. Of success stories. Isn't that crazy? I um, know. That's, that's incredible. I know. I love that one. Yes. It's so good. And like, again, she, she applied so much of what we're talking about today of like allowing her child to be scared without thinking that she needed to be scared, right? Like she's learned a new way. She's gotten the support. She shows up so consistently to learn and grow within our bonfire community. And she also stayed rooted in her truth. And her truth was that she believes in what she's doing. It didn't matter what other people were so-called judging her for or like making her think she needed to do it a different way. She was able to successfully detach from that. And it was not easy, right? Like she, it took intention, Um, you know, like when her husband, when her little boy's fears really started to like show up and he started to doubt himself on the way she was able to detach and just be like, it's okay. If you know, whatever the outcome is, whether he doesn't go to class or he does, I'm rooted in who I am as a teacher and what I believe that I want to do today to try 
you know? So there really is um, just so much, I think, you know, number one, she identified her goals with her son was to raise a little boy who believed in himself and was able to one day, you know, go out and feel confident, not because she was not by his side, but that he believed in himself. Number two, she slowed down. She practiced a pause button. She identified the misbehavior, which she figured out was inadequacy or avoidance. And then she held him in the light, believing that he was strong and capable, that he didn't need her to fix him or solve his problems. Um, And then number four, she detached from his fear and sadness, right? Like she allowed him to own that, not like attaching to it. And then number five, she detached from other people's opinions. Mm. And then number six, she stayed courageous and rooted in herself. So I hope that helps families. And I hope that inspires you to practice detachment in your life. It is a deep subject. That's not like a overnight, like I'm going to wake up today, just be detached from the people in my life when they have misbehavior or have strong emotions. It's definitely a work in progress, um, but it becomes a joyful work in progress if you embrace it. For links and more information about everything we talked about in today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 68. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, listeners, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. As we wrap up here, don't forget to DM me the word shift or head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to grab your free discipline quick start learning bundle. You'll get immediate access to download our extensive learning guide where I'll share five ways you can ditch the old school hand-me-down punishment mindset beliefs and thoughts that are causing you to react like a volcano instead of respond like the firm, kind, respectful teacher you are at your core. And then you'll also get immediate access to my on-demand workshop where I'll teach you our three core Fresh Start family strategies that make up a strong, compassionate, disciplined toolkit, as well as my favorite logical consequences that not only work with kids of all ages, but do wonders to unite you with your child and strengthen your relationship, even in your kid's worst moments. So pop on over to Instagram right now and just shoot me a DM with the word shift and I'll send you a personal link to download that bundle right away. Or you can head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash discipline to get access immediately. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you inside that free bundle and also inside the next episode.